Hello and welcome to the All Walks of Art podcast. I'm Michael Worth and I am joined in the studio with my friend, the ever remarkable picky drinker and out of this world bringer of all things monstrously diabolical and bamboozled beyond recognition, Paul Ramey. Nice. Yeah. What is up, Mike? I, I, I'm out of breath after reading that last sentence. I like it. Yeah. If you stumbled on this podcast, stick around and listen. Become a regular. The All Walks of Art podcast is a show for creatives and artists from all walks of life. Find a comfy chair, pour your favorite beverage, and enjoy the show. On today's episode, Paul and I drink vodka from the skull of an alien and chase it with Three Floyd's Space Station Middle Finger, which is still in the fridge, Paul. I'm going to give you a choice if you want to even try it. Uh, it's a little bit dank. Yeah, so, I, you know. I don't like it already. Uh-huh. I am kind of excited about uh, trying yeah, this, yeah, uh, whatever yeah. the fuck this yeah, is. Yeah, we got these poured already. We better get on it. Uh, we talk about art in relation to aliens, which is kind of the theory of the alien vodka. Um, and we're not just talking about the movies either on this one. So, a lot going on. I fall short on the idea that crop circles could be aliens' way of sharing art with us. You stopped short of that? I fell short. Oh. I fell, I fell You short. fell short? Yeah, and I've fallen short. Fallen. Fallen. All right. All right. So, without any further delay, let's get into the booze, man. All right, what are we trying first? All should right. we do the Russians first, or should we do the Moscow first? Well, is there... well, they're all Russian. The idea of the Russian right. is Area 51, right? Area 51's in, is I, in I understand, Nevada, ain't it? I understand that. But it was part of or the cold. Arizona? It was put there because of the Cold War. Is it Arizona or Nevada? Nevada. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I want to say it's about 80 miles away from Vegas. Yeah. So it's just, just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. Unless you're charging it like those kids were going to. Did they ever do that? No. no. They wanted to live. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the idea is we were at Cold War with Russia. And, you know, we needed a place to do spy shit. So that's why Area 51 is there. But could it have aliens? Could it? I mean, it might. So I want to do Russian booze for this show. So, so do we? Do, you got a white, a white, a white, a white, a white Russian <laughs> a and white, a Moscow mule. So, yes. which one? Which one will complement the other? Well, they won't complement each other <laughs> very well, to be honest with you. As a, as a sidekick here, uh, what's what's the one that's got the more strong taste? So we'll save that for last. Well, the I would say the the I'm not even talking right, but I would say that the. Moscow Mule would be better to go first with. How come I get the, I get the, I thought it was supposed to come in a copper thing and it I is. get the copper thing. It is. I couldn't find my copper mugs. Oh. I only found the one. Oh, well, I'm excited. Well, I, I have more, but I think they're in well, a I'm box. Well, I'm going to try the white, the white Russian first. Oh, I don't know if I do that or not. Okay, go ahead. You do the white Russian and I'll do the, uh, the other thing. A little summary. What are you drinking? The okay. Mule. All right, I've never had one of these. Go ahead. I'm, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> and you say this has got Kahlua in it, not milk? Yeah, got Kahlua, heavy cream, and vodka. I could drink that if I had to. If you had to. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible. Well, it could be the way I mixed it. Maybe it's maybe it's not good. How strong it. is this? Is that a whole shot in there? Yeah, it's a whole shot. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. That's good. My mule's really good. All right, let's try this mule. Go ahead with the mule. I want to see what you do there. Let me have a... So every, everybody everybody listening, Paul just had his first ever white Russian. What do you think of that? I, I mean, really? I, I, that's not bad. I, 
It's just not what I expected, but I thought they yeah. all had milk in it. I don't like milk. So. Yeah, I don't like milk either. Do you have to spe- if you order at a bar, do you have to specify that you want Kahlua in it? Not well, Kahlua comes in all of it. So it, it's Oh, it always has Yeah, it always has I Kahlua. I thought Kahlua was a new invention. No, no, no. Let's try this mule. All right, here's a mule. He's he's throwing that one down. This one's got lime in it. Um it's got some fresh lime juice. It's a it's a summery drink. You know, you sit outside with it and kind of enjoy it and all that jazz. Not real it's, sure. I don't know. It's a little mess. I like this copper mug. Yeah. I don't I don't love that. Yeah. I didn't think you would. It's a little bit tart. I can I I figure you're probably going to end up drinking that. So that's fine. If you want to put more ginger beer in it, maybe that's No, I think there's too much ginger beer in it. Oh, is it? Okay. We it's, can, we can it's more. not bad. I didn't even know ginger beer was a thing. Explain it to the listeners. Uh it's it's basically ginger ale, but uh it's it. They call it ginger beer. I don't know what the difference is. But there's no alcohol in it. There is no alcohol in ginger beer, no. Um, this the, I'm, We're using Gosling's. We're not sponsored by anybody here, but uh, Gosling's is what the store had. Hmm. Um, so they, they make pretty decent. It, I would like it to be a little spicier ginger beer. I think it's got a lot of spice to it. Do you? So you would use uh, like um, just a regular ginger ale if you didn't have a... You probably could. Yeah, I'd say you probably could. Uh, I don't. I don't know that there's a definite distinction between the two. I I'm, like the I'm consistency of this white Russian. I do too. Like I like how. Yeah, it's it's almost like a dessert. Yeah. Right. Oh, I had some good dessert last night. Oh yeah, where'd you Speaking go? Speaking of art, yeah, this does kind of tie in. I know it's not an alien yeah. thing, but I, I got to tell you. So we're uh, we're broadcasting from uh, Chillicothe, Ohio. So about <laughs> a half hour, whichever way Lancaster is. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Lancaster last night, and I had uh, went to the Extreme Creamery, mm-hmm. and they make. Have you seen any of our Facebook friends sharing things from this the Extreme Creamery? No. So I've been seeing this for a while. They make uh, rolled ice cream, and oh. they they roll it up, and it looks like a, almost like a, uh, imagine like a ho ho, but yeah. it's it's just ice cream, and then they they do different things. But like if you get a milkshake there, you can get a, a birthday cake milkshake. And it have sprinkles, all uh, a top layer of sprinkles on top of the milkshake, and then a piece of cake oh, on top really? of it, and then whipped cream. Like, like the, the it's falling apart as yeah. they're handing to it. There's so much stuff on it, and it they're beautiful and they're really cool. So, I mean, we don't have an endorsement with them, but right. check it out on on Facebook, Extreme Creamery. Um, they got a Facebook page, and uh, you can see like some of their creations. It's really cool, and I mean the all these. These little young girls was in there working frantically trying to make these the way that they're supposed to, and they were doing a good job. And um, I was there with a friend, and and we had a um, a cinnamon cinnamon something in a in a waffle bowl, and I mean it was just beautiful. Like it was, you almost didn't want to eat it, but it had like cinnamon toast crunch crumbles in it, and a cinnamon roll and vanilla rolled ice cream with like more sprinkles in but it was just it was absolutely gorgeous it was just it was a work it was a sculpted work of art it, nice. it was nice i have to go there and it's it's uh it's not too bad it's right on the main drag it's as soon as you as soon as you turn there cool. it's right up the road so um tell me about this vodka because i i didn't really do any research on it it's a uh, outer space vodka i mean it's 
You want to do a shot of it? See what it tastes like without being mixed? Just a tiny, put me just a tiny, tiny bit in there. Because it's it's really like cool. Right. It's kind of got, it's got it's a green. Got, it's uh, got pretty good. I don't know a whole lot about it. I just saw that it looked interesting. Yeah. And then I did some research on it and it was um, uh, pretty well rated. So let's see it's, what it uh, tastes like straight. It's got, the bottle's really neat. It's yeah. uh, it's like the Skull Vodka, really. Oh, that's smooth. Yeah. That's probably some of the best vodka I've ever had. Really? There's the burn. There it is. Yeah. That's not bad, because I don't really care for vodka. Yeah. That's not bad. Let me try. Yep. I think that's it's pretty smooth. But I just thought it looked cool. I thought the Skull Vodka was played out. I thought, look, an alien head. What do you think? You're more of a connoisseur than I am. Very easy to drink. Right? That's that's really strange. Yeah. I like how it's got a, a spicy burn to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still have the flavor at vodka after it's over. Yeah. So it's getting the cork back in the bottle is kind of a problem. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> As I just about do it all over my stuff. Um, man, we got poured all these drinks and we really don't, we ain't used a whole lot of it. Have yeah, we? No, we haven't. Um, that is really good. Uh-huh. I'm really surprised. Maybe that's why that I'm, I'm going to do the white Russian now. You ain't had it yet. No. Okay. And it goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm liking this, especially as the ice melts a little bit. Oh yeah. That is good. Normally I would stir it as I drink it. You know, get a little straw or something. Am I going to be able to drive? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be should be okay. Uh, I didn't really make them full capacity. I've never had one of these and uh, I drank it all. Yeah, you you might feel it sooner rather than later. So just, oh, that's getting real good now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're getting down to the Kahlua, and uh, like I say, we probably should have stirred it a little bit better before the show, but I didn't want to mix. Uh, the spoon. Like my pants are about to come off. <laughs> we better talk about art. Everybody's like, God, yeah. they're, they're just really getting we're talking into about the, aliens. We're right? getting into the drinks. You're probably going to end up drinking that mule. That's fine. I could see having that, though, on a... Yeah. yeah once pool, in a while. Like, I, I could drink that if, I, if yeah. I really needed to. There's a lot of shit that you've had me try that I wouldn't yeah. drink if you yeah. gave me $100. But right. I, I would drink that. I think a lot of this... Um, last night, I put it out on Facebook... Real quick, tell my friends, and I said, you know, White Russian or Moscow Mule. And it was kind of 50-50, you know. Most people were like, uh, you know, just, well, my brother, he threw in Lagavulin uh, scotch, which, you know, yeah, he's right. But <laughs> but uh, it wasn't really the question. Yeah, mule tastes like, uh, it tastes like what a potpourri candle or a thing of potpourri <laughs> yeah. would, I think. I probably have a little too much lemon in it because I got I got fresh lemon and a little bit of concentrate in it, mm. uh, just to kind of help with the. But the, I didn't expect the vodka to be as good. Yeah, so right. I mean, it probably could use a little more vodka. Well, I'm just glad I was able to contribute. So so far, I've brought, I've brought, yeah. I've introduced you to, uh, liqueur forty three. Yeah, that was good. Little beers. Yeah, that was really good. So what we got today, Mike? Well, I want to talk about. The Alien movies. Have you watched the Alien movies? Like with Sigourney Weaver. Oh yeah, yeah. All and of that. that. And it's a very interesting uh, trajectory those movies 
yeah. took because that first movie is a is not an alien movie. It's a horror movie. Yeah. In the in the strictest sense. Yeah. And then it became a in two it became a uh, kind of an action yeah. alien movie, which is yeah. really which is I right. love both of them yeah. for different reasons. Yeah, for those listening, it's Alien is the first one. Aliens is the second one, right. which is kind of cool. There is a third one. There's there's actually quite a few. I like the third one. The fourth one, um, I didn't really care for. It just kind of became an action flick. I hated the ending. Yeah. Um, but I liked the third one. The third one was kind of a, a yeah. throwback to yeah. more of the suspenseful. When they brought the Predator into it, I wasn't really into it. I was like, man, I, you know. Yeah, I know the franchises are kind of in the same realm and all right. of that jazz. It all kind of makes sense. Well, it's all based off of a game that, that happened uh, back in 90, early 90s. Um, it was a, uh, might have been a Genesis or a, or a PlayStation 1 game. Really? Way back in there, but it was Alien, Alien versus Predator. And ever since that game came out, everybody was clamoring for, oh, for a crossover yeah. movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um, there's some other things that are pretty cool with it. Have you seen Prometheus? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was part of it. What's the one after that? Um, I was trying Alien to Covenant, yeah. I think. That's right, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, I actually tried to refresh watching some of that kind of stuff this, this week, preparing for the show. And I wanted to look for uh, the artwork, you know, the set design, the, the design of the alien itself and and just all the other things oh, yeah, and geiger one of my favorites yeah yeah um which i know you say it geiger um hr it's it's hr geiger geiger yeah um, geiger, geiger. um he's, he's swiss right right yeah so if Very you're listening good documentary on him um that was on netflix i can't remember the name of it, it might not be on there anymore i actually told you really? about this I think I don't a, remember you telling me one about of this. one of our first podcasts. I actually mentioned it because I had just watched it, and it's incredible about his life and about him, and it's got foot interviews with him. Well, for fuck's sake, I didn't even didn't even see that out. Yeah, there. it's really good. So I recommend that you wow. uh, write that down and you seek it out. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm sure you can Google it. Yeah, I will definitely look for that. Um, let me go over here on the internet real quick. And share what he was also a sculptor, made some pretty cool mic stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into that album art. Yeah. Um, if you go to his website, uh, he, he passed away, by the way. Yes. Um, uh, try and find a date here. Uh, May 12th, 2014. He was 74. I uh, died in Zurich, Switzerland. He's from Switzerland, actually. So he's, he's Swiss. Um, fantastic artist. His father, this this was news to me when, when I read this the first time. Uh, his father is a pharmacist and viewed art as a breadless profession. So <laughs> he really wanted his son to do something like pharmacy, uh, pushed him into pharmacy. And uh, basically, Giger went on to, this, uh, to study architecture on, and industrial design. So that's really where his art background comes from. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, he compared. I, I think what's neat about that is he he took that industrial design, art background, and converted it to fine art using just things we wouldn't see. Just kind of making mechanical, biological things. He basically you know? invented biomechanical um, artwork. Yeah. You see a lot of tattoos. Absolutely. And, um, a lot of. Uh, uh, 
modern um, art in different ways, but but he kind of invented that without realizing it. And right. There is also a bar. And I've yeah, really, I've always wanted to go there. It's located in Chur, which I'm not really exactly sure where that is at. And I hope I'm saying that right. C-H-U-R. Um, but it's it's all themed after his designs and stuff. But uh, it's really quite interesting. I didn't realize, and, and being an artist myself, I should have known this more. And, and the photography that I'd done over the years, uh, I should have known. But... Uh, I photographed corn, um, probably 2010-ish. Mm-hmm. I think they were on the Mayhem Fest when I did that. And Jonathan Davis, his mic stand, is one of only three with that design. Uh, from what I understand, one's at the museum. Geiger, Geiger had one at his house, and Jonathan Davis had the other one. And I want to say $150,000 is what it was worth or something like that. It's probably worth Hell of a lot more now, but yeah, and know. I read that the, the mold was broke so that it could not right. be reproduced. I mean, I think that's kind of cool, but he also uh designed the um the alien <laughs> for uh for species. You remember the movie Species, another alien movie? Yeah, yeah, I do. The I woman, do. the, the uh, that yeah, was based on his design yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, I keep trying to take drinks and uh, I don't, I don't like dead airspace really. We'll do it and uh, I got something to say. No, no, it's cool, it's just like. People listening are like, where's this going to go? Because it sounds like they're blowing their wad well, right here in the beginning. out today. <laughs> but uh, I got to admit, too, before, hold, hold your thought. Before we got into this, um, I started using the Walmart app and oh, buying really? my food at home and doing the whole curbside pickup thing. I fucking love it. Really? Yeah. You get what you ask for? Yeah. Every time. I just... Just Why can't we in? do that with Amazon? You have to have like a special subscription to do the groceries or something, ain't it? Yeah, you just have to be a Prime mem- member. I'm a Prime member, but you. Every time I've tried to do it, it says you gotta. You need to be a Prime grocery or something. I don't really. It's what it did. I, mean, I ain't tried it in a while, but when it first started, that's how it was. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I'll we still. To. We still buy that oh, way. Okay. All of our Amazon boxes that we have laying around are from that, and, and my habit of gear, but. So you just order it on Walmart and you go and pick it up and they bring it out to you? Yeah. Yeah. You schedule a plan, uh, time. That's kind of cool. And, you know, I I typically order the night before and set up a time for when I want to go get it. And uh, I did it today, actually, and went and picked up a few more things for this. And, and you get everything you asked for? It ain't like yeah, McDonald's? Yeah. You can you can tell them if you want to substitute or not. So, uh, but, uh, that's, you know, I had to mention that because I'm just, I'm flabbergasted that we're finally getting into modern era, you know? Did aliens bring this to us too? <laughs> the computer chip. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I had to throw that in there. I know nobody really fucking cares, but no. But <laughs> I, a common theme on this on this podcast is uh, is the 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 struggle between monetary compensation, making a living, and doing what you want to do. So you think about a guy like Giger, who made all this really controversial stuff, really, when you really get into his, his deep into his life and the things that he's done. And, um, and there's a lot to it. Like I said, I can't recommend that documentary high enough. Um, but here's a guy that is, his big claim to fame is he designed the alien, which is one of the most recognizable, oh, yeah. fucking terrifying, yeah, yeah. uh, 
aliens or monsters in cinema history. I mean, that is just a piece of commercial art, really, at this point. It is, and he designed that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is like, yeah, no one wants to sit there and design, um, you know, wants to draw cars for a used car lot ad or whatever. But, I mean, this is this is the pinnacle of that. This is what he did. And, and oh, you yeah. know, he did album covers and stuff too, which, I mean, a lot. that's a little bit different because at least you're still contributing to some, some musical art, I guess. Um, but, you know, this is, this is that for a movie. And, and then you take it a step further and you think about somebody had to design the Millennium Falcon. Somebody had to de- design the X-Wing fighter. And you think about how iconic those things are that you can't even, even in the new movies, you can't change it too much because it's got to look like, it's got to look like that. Somebody did that for, as a job to, to that was their living. That was, that was not them just making stuff oh, for yeah. the fun of it. That yeah. was commercial art. And it's incredible. And it's yeah. on par with anything that's ever been done. You wonder, do you wonder, I, I know I wonder a little bit, with the pressure he had from his father to make art breadless, or not breadless, right? Um, do you think maybe he went and really pushed the idea that I can make a career out of this by doing this commercially and still be an artist? You know, and kind of, I mean... I don't think so, because if I can, if I remember right, like some of the, a lot of his art was really hyper-sexualized, mm-hmm. and uh, it, some of it was very controversial because of that. Um, I think he just kind of wanted to do what he wanted to do, and if it sold or he was able to make a living from it, great. If not, everybody else could go fuck themselves. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I see that in his, his work. I mean, he just, he had a definite... Um, kind of a approach to all of his work and it was it was very sexualized in a lot of ways yeah um i i wouldn't go as far as saying you know some people would say it's not art i wouldn't go that far because i think it's beautiful art really uh and no different than putting a a mermaid on the front of a ship right you know so i don't know there's there's a whole lot going on here i wish i could really get into and learn more I'm going to have to watch that documentary. Yeah, he was a bit of a dick too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and, uh, there yep. was some some other things going on. I, I actually want to watch it again, but he was a he was a tortured individual. I think he had some childhood trauma. Yeah, and I think that's reflected in his art. Um, but I you know, I don't think when he was when he was designing these things, I don't think in his wildest dreams he ever thought it would uh, yeah it would become one of the most iconic movie monsters ever created. I mean, this is... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of artists, too, are... I, let me address that, too. I think a lot of artists uh, from all walks of life, really, are tortured souls. There's something... I mean, you always hear about right. comics. Comics always seem to have a... They're broken, right? Right. And um, I'm not saying all of them, but it seems like the majority are. Uh, artists brood a lot like painters they just brood they're, they're I, I even commented in our our uh, message before the show today that things were messing up my my weekend hermit pattern yeah. you know my schedule and Your i spiritual like spiritual feng shui right i like i like saturdays and sundays being totally left alone you know and nobody around 
I'm out here in the hills and just, you know, just do this. I want to make stuff. I want to, you know, walk around barefoot and drink my booze and, you know, fun shit. Right? Exactly. So, I, I wouldn't say I'm broken. I'm pretty, pretty fortunate, really. But, you know, there's always something in an artist's mind that makes them want to do something um, that they may, may be compensating a little bit for a past thought or a, a, the way they were treated or just any reason totally. whatsoever. I mean, they, they could just, I don't want to say they have a bad mind either, but, you know, some do. Uh, Van Gogh, you know, he was, he was a very tortured soul, really. Um, I think there's a whole lot going on there too. And we've talked about uh, Van Gogh quite a bit on the show. Well, but. We've talked about killers and talked about this and that. And I think, I think a lot of good artists and I mean, I use my own past traumas in, mm -hmm. in my art and as fuel um, and as a muse sometimes. And I think that some of these people that don't have that outlet, they can't do music, can't, can't paint, can't uh, uh, get it out. It, it can express itself in violence and it yeah. can express itself in destructive behavior. And it's a shame. It's, it's like if, if only, if only that talent was recognized as, at a young age and was nurtured and, and said, Hey, you know, you can, you can use this as an outlet to, you can do this instead of this. Uh, I mean, how, how many people could have been saved, not just people's themselves, but victims and the, the carnage that they've left in their wake. Because yeah. they just didn't, they didn't realize that they could do something. They could create, you can create out of, out of the brokenness. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing, really. It but, really is. Yeah. But, but it's, you got to get there. So, and, yeah. and a lot of light comes from a dark place. So. <laughs> um, I, I think it's interesting. Area 51 brings up a lot of conspiracy theories, right? Mm -hmm. And, everybody's imagination. They're just kind of building something. I, I don't really fall into the category of someone who believes any of them. I think, honestly, I think it was uh, set up by the CIA to start a, a spy program, uh, the U-2 uh, plane, um, I think the, a, the A-12 Oxcart and, and a couple other aircraft were built and tested out there. And I think, I think a lot of times that's what people see in the sky. And they just say, they, they just automatically start assuming, well, that's got to be aliens or whatever. But then there's that whole supposed crash, right? Mm -hmm. Of That was, I think it was uh, written off as a weather balloon or something. I think it was in 1947. Something like that. Um, I mean, we were testing out there, right? We were testing nuclear weapons out there. Just for sake of shits and giggles. What if aliens were like, oh, crap. They just learned how to split an atom. <laughs> we probably better go check this out. You know, I'm just saying. What do you think? That's possible. It is. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm not arrogant enough to, to think that I know uh, all that's out there. I mean, the universe is a big place. So I, I don't necessarily think we got aliens in Area 51, but... If we did, it wouldn't shock me. Right. But I think it's interesting that it's, uh, you just think about that one government installation and how much art has that inspired. Right. It's inspired a ton of, of uh, like, oh, like, what do you call that? Like 
folk art. It's inspired songs. Yeah, Hangar yeah. 18. Yeah, Megadeth. Exactly. Um, it's inspired albums. Uh, Countless movies. Movies. Yeah. After movies. I mean, it's cool. I it mean, is. It's, it is. It's inspired songs, visual art, movies, everything. I mean, yeah. it's, it's interesting that when they come up with that for whatever reason and they were doing, you know, setting that installation up, they had no idea that it was going to affect that many people in these kind of ways. Look, how many years later? Oh, yeah. 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 And, and our, our vision of what an alien looks like is always, you know, the little gray man, little green man, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, big head, big eyes, little body, um, which makes me think of the movie Paul, actually. Um, oh, yeah. I still ain't seen that. I need to you watch You haven't that. watched well, that yet? I watched it again last night, actually. I, I just, I love that movie. It looks yeah. like something I'd love. I just, yeah, who, who does the voice of Paul? I can't remember. Seth Rogen. Oh, okay. I so, thought yeah. Seth Rogen was in it. So that's no, what. he's the voice of Paul. Um, so many, so many good moments in that movie. Everybody's worried. In fact, I don't want to blow this for you, but everybody's worried he's, you know, aliens probe. You know, it's like, oh, you're going to probe me? No, I'm not going to probe you. He's, why does everybody ask that? And then he holds up his big finger like E.T., right? <laughs> and he, he's, uh, He's, what am I doing? Harvesting farts? <laughs> it's just funny. funny. I think it's hilarious. But, uh, you know, it's it's kind of cool. It's it's uh, it, it's a, it's kind of a, it's one of the movies you kind of have to watch and, and giggle about how they brought all the stereotypical things that we think of with aliens into the movie and how it relates to modern folklore basically and it, it just turned it's it's the typical storyline too i mean it's you know two guys are on a journey they meet a girl and they run into this alien and you know not in that order but right. uh, just right. so on and so forth and then uh you know they they make it out and you know all that kind of stuff so i don't like i say i don't want to ruin the movie if you haven't seen it but um really really cool really cool you have to see it if really aliens make art, I wonder what it's like. I was I was going to ask you that actually. I um, asked you that. We kind of talked a little bit. I think it was the last episode or the one before. If aliens would make art, you know, you're like, yeah, they have eyes, so why not? Or something. Something came up like that. So I even put it out on Twitter. Um, What'd they say? As a as a poll, and mm -hmm. the last time I checked, I'm going to check it real quick here again. Uh, the last time I checked, everybody was. Oops, kind of on my uh, on my side here with the poll was silly. I should have had this pulled up already, honestly. Mr. Uh, Ron's by uh, Geezer's, Geezer, Geezer Butler from Black Sabbath, his solo band. Yeah. Mr. Ron's, one of my favorite alien songs. Oh. Check it out. Really? Mm -hmm. We didn't get a lot of, um, a lot of votes, but it was 100%. My, my two questions were, well, my question was, do you think aliens make art? And the two answers were, duh, they have eyes, or no, are you, you're an idiot. Um, and I was just thinking, you know, but everybody went with, duh, they have eyes. So I, I kind of tend to go with that too. You know, if uh, all our depictions of, of what they are, you know, they have eyes, they're little humanoid type uh, creatures, they probably do. So I got a little story They collect here. Giger. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I got a little story here I'll share that kind of ties in, kind of doesn't, so... Yeah. I had a I had a date last night, and um, it was fun. It it wasn't lost on me 
because I was I didn't know if we were going to end up back at my place or back at her house, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't know with all the whole COVID thing, didn't know what all we were going to do. Yeah. Did, and, she, did she probe you? No, she, no, she didn't. I'm kind of old. I'm kind of old fashioned. But no, here's here's the thing. I'd, I'd at one it. point, at one point, I was furiously cleaning my house Friday night, and just because not knowing what's going to happen, and I was like, oh, well, I didn't notice that cobweb there, and, and I didn't notice this there, and and I'm trying to make everything just nice, and I was like, man, this is just like a bird or a, a you know an insect or something that's trying to make the nest nice for uh, the potential of mating. I mean, it's like, it's like, I'm a good mate. Uh, You know, I could be somebody that, that we could, we could band together with. And, you know, you're, you're doing your, your preening and, and, you know, you're, you know, shaving your head and getting everything. And how much are we just like animals where it's, it just really, I, I literally, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I stood there and I'm like, I'm just trying to make the nest nice. Yeah. Hoping that, that, uh, a lady will look at the colorful mm-hmm. sparkly and think, mm-hmm. oh, and, and you know, this guy could protect me from others that, you know, this guy has his thing together. And it's just like, it's just like a fucking bird or, it is. A, or a, a, um, you know, some kind of nesting uh, yeah. mammal. We might be at the top of the food chain, but we're still animals, you know, I but, mean, really. But, but seriously, but it's just like, it's, it's that ingrained and yeah. it's, it's, but it's the same thing that you're trying to, you're not trying to misrepresent yourself, but you're trying to show the best version of yourself that you can. Yeah, yeah. And just like, just like a peacock, it's like, hey, I don't have my tail out like this all the time because it's <laughs> fucking impractical. But here it is. Right. You know, yeah. it's yeah. And uh, and how much is that art? You know, a, a bird flies around and looks for something just right for his nest, so that so that he can uh, at least on those species where the the male does that, and and if the nest is right, then the the female will come there. And then, and they will start a family and it's fine. It's looking for something that will, something that will catch, catch her eye. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not something he's necessarily looking for that he wants. He's looking for something that will, that will attract her a sparkly, just like in the (laughs) secret. It's a sparkly. (laughs) It's, it's something for her. I mean, that's, that's art in itself. It is. It is. So bringing us back to aliens though. On that thought, you think they uh, they meet up, you know, at some cosmic bar, and uh, you know, the All Walks of Probe podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, they just kind of, you know, stroll in, and you know, I guess I want to bring us back to the movie. Paul also. Paul wears shorts in the movie. That's all he's got. Shorts. I think he has sandals, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but whenever he disappears, he has to hold his breath to be invisible. And he always ends up taking his pants off. So, I'm just wondering, do they wear clothes? Because I never see him wearing clothes. I mean, in all the pictures, it's kind of like, oh, they don't, they don't, they don't even uh-huh. have junk. <laughs> maybe it's an any. <laughs> right. <laughs> More like a like a porpoise. Yeah. I don't know. They've. Uh, I guess it depends on their climate and their skin. I mean, yeah. you know, animals don't. If wear it's clothes. cold, do you think? You... <laughs> this is going way south. <laughs> I'm just, you know, clearly, if they're visiting Earth, they are abducting people and checking out their stuff. 
You right. think? Yeah. You think? Do you think that they're visiting Earth and they're abducting people? Yeah, probing farts, probing for farts. I don't know. I think we. <laughs> that's what we do. Though. We probe for farts. Pretty much. That's what we do. We find a new species of, of animal. We capture it. We stick things all inside of it, and uh, see what's going on. So uh, I, I think that we impose our own, our own uh, hangups, our own mannerisms, our own things that we do onto these quote unquote aliens, right. um, because that's what we do. I don't know. I think if they're evolved enough that they can make it to this planet, then I, I think that they probably can can study us without having to kidnap anybody. Probably. Yeah. Just my opinion. I would like to know if crop circles are real. They're real. You can go there and look at Well, I mean, them. I know they're real. You can see them and all that. But I just, you know, wouldn't it be cool if they were really making those? Is that their art? They're just trying to share it with us. Well, even the farmers, I think, you know, some crop circles have been been debunked right they were the you yeah. know the work of a, a farm person yeah. or, or their family doing that and that's art in itself and it's beautiful it's yeah. cool i mean I, I like that think think of the scale that you got to do to make it look like that from that high up but from you know, the math involved in the and the the skill and it's just like yeah it's no different than taking a risk with a new collar on a paintbrush and slinging it on there and thinking hey here we go yeah. You know, is this going to work? I mean, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. There I like a, that. There was another movie that uh, I I can't think of the name of it. Signs. No, that's a good one. That might be it. Is that the one where they got the great big rocks kind of floating in in the sky? I can't even think no. of the name of the actors that are in that, but uh no. Amy Amy Adams? Oh. Yeah, um what is that movie? Yeah, Jeremy Renner's in that too, I think. Yeah, he is. And they talk yeah. to him in that sign language. Uh, starts with an A. Just type in Jeremy yeah. Renner. And... Uh, I, I, or... Yeah, I don't, I don't, that movie kind of, as you were talking there, just really struck me as that's, uh, Arrival is yeah. the name of that movie. I knew it yes. started with an A. Um, really kind of put me in mind of just another kind of, a, I mean, they're, if they're, I'm having a hard time getting this out today. I really am. But it's like, if they made contact, how are they going to do it? Are they going to do it with art? Are they going to try to give us pictures? Are they going to try to, you know, have they already done that? You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm staying really open-minded here. And I know there's people probably listening going, what the hell are they talking about today? You know, <laughs> but we're just rambling today. We're yeah, just yeah, hanging out, man. Yeah, you it's a, it. it was really about the the mule and the and the uh, white Russian, really for me, because I, I dig it, and we wanted to incorporate the bottle in this uh, with the vodka somehow. And, I would say that to get over the, the the language barrier, if they don't have a way to translate, then I mean, you take it back. Basically, you use pictographs, mm -hmm. hieroglyphics. I mean, it's it's worked for a millennia, so I think it worked. Yeah, work now. They should be able to. At if if they're smart enough to get here, they're smart enough to figure out how to talk to yeah. us. Yeah, and they did. We did it when we sent the Voyagers out. They put, um, you know, images that kind of depict humanity and all mm -hmm. that. So, oh, that's great. They'll see that and realize we need to be destroyed. So, <laughs> right. 
I don't know. Uh, another good movie. Um, sticking with the theme, District 9. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is good. Very, a low, uh, you, yeah. A, a low-budget movie. I mean, low-budget for, yeah. for movies, anyway. And yeah. it was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Incredible movie. What Awesome way to use... Uh, um, work around the limitations of yeah. the budget they had with the effects. Yeah. Um, great story. Really good art direction. Yep. Um, killer, man. Yeah. Killer. I love that. The perfect actors, too, for that, oh, really. Yeah. I mean, it, it couldn't have been done Neil, with anybody Neil else. Neil Blomkamp yeah. was the director. Yeah. Um, you know who else is Swiss and is really into aliens? Swiss Miss. I don't know. Maybe. Heidi. No. She wore all her clothes at once because she didn't have a suitcase. Remember Heidi? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, you know him. He's got big hair. Giorgio Tsoukalos. The guy from the, all the History Channel stuff. Oh. Aliens. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I didn't know he's Swiss. I thought he was Greek with that name, but you know, apparently he's he's from Switzerland. He's got a big forehead, He's the way he was born there, anyway. Well, that's cool. He uh, he does have a big forehead. I'd actually like to sit down and talk to him, to be honest with you. Let's get him on the show. Yeah, it'd be fun. I did throw out some stuff, you know, for Brandon... Hopefully get Crowbot on here because Spaceborn Killer would have been oh, that, fun what, to talk what about a great today. Song. Yeah, and the, the new apps, the new issue of their comic. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, we're talking about Crowbot, by the way, and uh, for those listening, uh, please listen to them. Yeah, support them. Uh, yeah, in some support way. Them. Buy a shirt. Yep. Buy a CD. Yeah, it's tough right now for musicians yes. to make a living. Artists, artists in general are really struggling through this pandemic. So, any way we can support each other and all that would be fantastic. Um, I am are, fucked up. Are you really? I don't, I'm, yeah, I think so. I'm a little, I feel like I'm hitting the mouth a little bit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky, aren't they? I'm, I'm still, I'm hungover from yesterday. <laughs> well. Because I had to, I had to test all these, practice a little bit. and Had to pregame? Yeah, I had to pregame a lot. And I'm not going to lie. I started out at breakfast putting Kahlua in my coffee. Because <laughs> I thought, hey, I bet it's good in coffee. I mean, it's coffee liqueur made with rum. It's got to be good, right? So I did. And, uh, you know, I had chicken. So me and the dog, I bought an awful lot of chicken. Um, again, Walmart shopping online when, you, when you're hungry. Knowing all you got to do is go pick it up, you know. I hate going in stores. Yeah, I do too. I, you know, but so anyway, I bought all this chicken and um, the wife has been gone for about a week. Uh, was Did she her. leave you? Yeah, she went went to her buddy's place and oh. uh, they hang out. She's got a lot of doctor appointments. Uh, she had a stroke. Well, I shouldn't say full stroke. She had a TIA uh, last week. Oh, So wow. kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, so she had a lot of follow-ups and, and things like that to do. And uh, her her friend, Michelle, is really cool about taking her around and stuff and I know it's a lot of personal information thrown out there, but uh, with her gone, it, I, I expected her home Saturday, right? And uh, they, they uh, like a couple of kids, like, hey, we the weather wasn't really that hot, and we want to do pool time, you know, and oh. it, can we stay? Can can Lisa Jesus. stay a little longer? And <laughs> you know, so, all right. So, but anyway, I already had the, the, the chicken. The point is the chicken. So, me and the dog... Yesterday, we're getting hammered. Well, I was getting hammered. He was uh, watching me get hammered. Um, but I made a bunch of chicken on the grill because I bought way too much. And uh, 
he got his fill of chicken. I got my fill of chicken and decided to eat more chicken, <laughs> which led to, hey, let's have another drink. And, wow. You know, I was, I was doing the bad thing. I was mixing. It was like, let's, let's do the liquor. Let's, let's do the beer. Let's, oh, liquor again. Ah, I need another beer. Beer before liquor yeah. makes you sicker. And in the mix, it's terrible. You know, you just really shouldn't be doing it. So at any rate, about three this morning, I decided to get on the Walmart app and order more shit because I knew I'd be up early enough before the show to go get it. So uh, I was hungover pretty good when I took off. So wow. this is kind of hair of the dog for me today. It's, uh, you know, good stuff. People listening are like, he's just a drunk. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> a weekend drunk. Weekend drunk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of. <laughs> um, I, do, I do have a lot. I mean, I really put down a lot in my notes here that well, we have not talked doing? about. But, uh, you know, we did the crop circles thing. We mm -hmm. talked about the movies. We talked a little bit about Jonathan Davis of Corn, his mic stand. And we talked I about... A twist. Jonathan All right. Davis. Yeah, yeah. You know, when he started speaking of that, when he, when he did... The first time you ever heard him do that little beatbox thing in in rock and metal wasn't it just kind of weird but it was cool it was socially awkward yeah what well, just <laughs> just their whole use of seven strings and doing yeah. they you know they pretty much invented new metal mm -hmm. and they ushered it in and they uh steve i was talking about him last time i seen him uh he was i was at uh sweetwater for gear fest and he was talking about how he knew when when he come up with the seven string and mm -hmm. had them build those that, that there would be people that did things totally different than he ever dreamed of with it. And he was excited about it. And Corn was one of those bands and, um, his vocal, even though I didn't really like, I was late to get on board with Corn. I didn't really care for him. And in the mm -hmm. very beginning, but, um, their first two albums, I, I still really like, um, I just didn't get into it till later, but it was, uh, they just influenced so many bands and, and they did something different with it. They had a different bass sound, and and the, his approach to the vocals was different. And you know, love them or hate them, you got to respect that they were doing something different when everybody else sounded yep. the same. So, and then all these other bands copied them, and then all these other bands sounded like Corn, and it kind of <laughs> it diluted what they were doing. Right, but, right. But that's not their fault. So. Yeah, they put on a great show. Yeah. They really do. The the concert that. I photographed. Only got to, only got to photograph them once, but um, wow, it was just amazing. So I got to ask: now that you've had both of these drinks, which is your favorite? If you were to pick one, oh, the White Russian on with the Kahlua in it. I guess I don't think really? I like it with milk, but yeah. Well, it, like I said, you're not listening to me. <laughs> it always has Kahlua. Always, <laughs> every time. I thought it was just vodka and milk. No, no, no. That's <laughs> Right, that's why I didn't want one drink. No, it. no, no. It's vodka, uh, Kahlua, and heavy cream. I'm I'm actually surprised you liked it because um, you don't like coffee. Right. Well, you I was really say coffee. I was, well, it's coffee liqueur. That's what Kahlua is. Who says that? It says it right on the bottle. Rum and coffee liqueur. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of chicks like Kahlua, so I figured it must be easy. To yeah. Drink. It is. It's only 20% alcohol by volume, so like a bottle of wine. 
So it's got alcohol in it too. And then there's a shot of that. It ain't no wonder I'm fucking ripped. Yeah. I'm fucking ripped out of my mind, man. I'm like having, I feel like I'm on muscle relaxers or something. Well, I'm I, like, I'm going to cook in a minute. So when you leave, it's I, like, you know, we, me and the dog are doing our thing again. So I got shit to do. I'm going to have to call a cab. <laughs> oh, you're not that bad. Anyway, I'm not going to, we're, because of that, we're not going to get into the three, four, three Floyd's space station middle finger. Let's have that next week. No, I'm, it'll be gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only bought a six pack. Man. Oh, yeah, well, fuck. Uh, yeah. Are you still listening? Everybody, anybody got? We're just hanging out. Are today, we coming into so. your ear holes here a little bit? A little bit too much? Not enough? I'd like we, to know what you think. I, honestly, if if uh, if you're listening to the show, I'd like to know what you think. Are aliens, first, are aliens real? I mean, it's a good, valid question. I I think it's plausible. I think are they real is not a good question. It's not. I think, you know, do they exist? I think, yeah, the universe is fucking big and you don't know. I think the odds are in your favor that there's other sentient beings somewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't even get out of our own fucking solar system and it's so fucking vast and there's all these galaxies, multiple yeah. fucking galaxies. Oh, yeah. And you're telling me that that we're the only fluke. I just don't, whether yeah. you're a religious person or not a religious person, I, I just feel like that the odds of of that not being tr true, that right. there's something else, there's something else out there. And are they as advanced as us? Maybe. Are they able to travel here? I don't know. But but somewhere out there, there is. Yeah. And there is a lot of unexplained things that, that we don't know. So, you know, that's what UFO is. Un, uh, what, unex what is it? <laughs> Un unidentified flying object. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's unidentified. You're you a little lit, aren't you? Yeah, I'm yeah, that's lit, awesome. Um, um, unidentified flying object. There's a lot of things that's unidentified, <laughs> but nine times out of ten, somebody knows what the fuck it is. Yeah, somebody yeah. does. But yeah, but there is always that that one out of ten. Maybe, maybe, maybe they have business. I don't know. I, well, I, I, you gotta you gotta say it like this too. The the Milky Way galaxy is a thousand light years across. And like 75 or 50 light years deep, right? So deep. It is deep. Um, scientists, I, the, the number that sticks in my head, scientists, they believe that there are 400,000 uh, stars or galaxy, or not galaxies, uh, solar systems in the galaxy that could potentially have life, you know, it may not look like us, right? And from another solar system in our galaxy, it, it would take a long time. I mean, a, a trip to Mars is seven months. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's, and that's what, 13,000 miles an hour or 16, whatever, whatever it is. Um, I really do believe Elon Musk is going to get us to Mars. I really do believe that. I think it's just coming. It's on, I mean, literally. Then so, what are we going to do? Well, we'll bring home little green men from Mars. There ain't it. <laughs> I don't think there's any Martians. I don't know. I think we're at last call. Because, well, you don't have to finish yours. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I told, I'm, I even said, I told somebody on the internet, I was like, I'm going to get Paul fucked up. <laughs> Jesus. These are sneaky. These, are the, these are the kind of... These are the kind of drinks that people get when they realize, oh, crap, I shouldn't have drank all that, you know. <laughs> Rock and roll, baby. 
This been right. different, you know. This is a different it's, tone it, of the show. So. It is a different tone. I wanted to bring something into the show that was a little different, and I I really love this outer space vodka. I'm taking it back home with me. So. Yeah, if maybe. you want another shot, you can have one. <laughs> it's it's a lot better than McCormick's. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Grey Goose. Uh, I I think it's better than Grey Goose. Yeah. Yeah. Outer space vodka. Do you, what, about 30 bucks? Is that what you said you paid for it? Or something did, like did that? Did I tell you at some point? Well, you, you sent me a picture. I want to say it had $30 on it. The picture had? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I sent, did I send it from the from the liquor store? Yeah. I don't remember that. You bought it online? No, I got it at the liquor store. At our liquor store. Oh, yes. And then this picture I sent you was when I was showing you what I bought. So, yeah, oh, that was online. So, oh, yeah, I, I, I probably paid around 25 or 30 for it. Yeah. I mean, artistically speaking, it's it's badass. Oh, I'll keep that bottle. It is really cool. Um, we oh. have it our, at our liquor store? That's where I bought it, yeah. It was right next to that skull bullshit. Is it really? What did I just say? I'm not listening. See, you always <laughs> piss me off. There's always one, There's always a point in the show where I, I, need, a, I, need, a, I need a buzzer. Yeah. That's where Mike has pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we've reached the point of the show. Actually, if everybody's listening... Go out and get are you some they, vodka. Are you make, or yeah, are you guys this is a fun. Off? This is a fun show. I'm having fun. I mean, I'm I'm curious, and I'm I'm constantly worried because you keep looking out the window, and I can't see. I have to turn around. What do you see now? Is there people? There's somebody here, and then they left, and then they come back, and now they're here again. Oh, really? Might be my landlord. I don't know. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and do last call because I think let's do it. I think we're there. So we've reached the segment of the show where I ask rapid fire questions and give all you listening time to finish that drink. So if you're drinking at home with us, throw it down, bottoms up. I'm going to ask Paul a couple of questions here. All right, number one, fill in the blank. Elon Musk is an... Crazy motherfucker. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say alien. He's an alien. He's got to be an alien. He is a crazy motherfucker. All right, motherfucker. so here's, a, here's another one. You, Seth Rogen, and Sigourney Weaver walk into a bar. What do you order first? And if Seth is high, which he probably is, do you buy him Cheetos? If they have Cheetos at the bar, I'm definitely buying them <laughs> che Cheetos for him. But I will probably... I'm going to order a black and tan. Really? Mm -hmm. After having a white Russian? Yeah. I'm trying to impress Sigourney. I think I'm going to impress her. <laughs> I'm not going to drink it because I, I don't even think I like it. But You got to see the movie, Paul. You really do. All right, movie night. Which would you pick? And this, see, I just probably blew it for you. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, E.T., Alien, or Paul, the movie? Well, I'd like to watch Alien again, but Paul's the only one I haven't seen, so I'll probably watch that one. Yeah. Close Encounters was kind of a goofy movie. Yeah. Just... Alien wise, yeah, it's cool. But eh. what about uh, batteries not included? That's a good. Oh, alien that is movie. good. Yeah, yeah, fun. All right. Well, we're at the end of the show, and I'm a little concerned about you. <laughs> you you need to stay for just a little while. I'll be all right. All right. You can find Thanks links tomorrow. for Paul and me in the show notes. Or Woo! by visiting allwalksofart.simplecast.com. See what I did there, Paul? You see what I did? Paul and me. It's 
Yeah. You can find links for Paul and me. I actually, you, you got me all boogered up on the me and I thing. So I had to go look it up and make sure I was using it right. And clearly I was not. Because you wouldn't so, say you can find links for I. Yeah. On the thing, but you would say you can find links for me. <laughs> right, right, so. right. You are right. That is how you do the me and I thing. That's so I you can fuck right. yourself. That's Mike, right. Mike Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Share this episode. Subscribe if you are not already. And I'd love for you to leave us a review. I'm thankful you shared your time with us. And I hope you become a regular. Paul, it was fun having you on the show today. I had a great time. It was fun. It was. I, it hope, was. I, I hope somebody enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a little different for us. We're just hanging out. I liked it. <laughs> I strive to get you fucked up, and it would be fun to really, really hammer you. So, thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us. I appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to drink with us and talk about the arts. I can't feel my toes. <laughs> Cheers. Until next time, may your drinks be strong, your creativity flowing, and your muse thirsty. Right now, I think I'm going to go make some hamburgers on the grill and see if I can talk Paul into sticking around for just a little bit. (laughs) All right, we're done. See ya.